TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Rachel Pelosi is a professor of law at the University of St. Thomas. She has come on frequently to help us understand the legal precedent and the implications of some of these rulings. And of course, today with Roe v. Wade being overturned, that's a big one. Professor Pelosi, welcome back. Thank you, my friend. It's nice to be with you. What was your initial reaction? Were you surprised by today's ruling? I mean, most could see it coming, right? Yes, and this decision does track uh, the draft leaked opinion that was unlawfully released to the public weeks ago. Um, So uh, I don't think there's anything terribly surprising in this opinion for that reason. Rachel, uh, the Dakotas, North and South Dakota, have trigger laws that automatically outlaw the procedure in the event of a Supreme Court decision like we had today. My understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, Minnesota is not one of the 16 states that have passed laws explicitly legalizing abortion. However, the procedure is protected under a 1995 state Supreme Court ruling Uh, Doe versus Gomez. Can you talk about that? In some respects, it's even stronger than some of the federal protections, right? Right. And so the state has the ability to uh, grant people rights in addition to their federal rights. And so Minnesota is, unsurprisingly, a very blue state. And both the courts and the the present governor have declared um, through precedent and through public policy statements um, recently that abortion will remain uh, a, a right of women in this state and that they will welcome women from other states to, to have abortions in Minnesota. I, I think when I think about this decision, I think about it from two, per, two perspectives. One, from the perspective of a lawyer or a lawmaker, the court is saying Roe and Casey are overruled. Um, before Roe, each state decided the question on its own, and now this decision in Dobbs is returning that power to the states. And so, um, the the um, each individual state will have the ability to to regulate abortion as the people and the representatives deem fit. I think the other perspective that I think about this decision from is is the perspective of the people and perspective of women. The court has held that abortion is not a fundamental constitutional right. Abortion laws will be subject to rational basis review. Um, but a number of justice who justices who wrote separately went out of their way to say. Um, the court is not outlawing abortion. It's simply saying the Constitution is neutral. It doesn't say anything one thing or the other, one way or the other about abortion. And so the court is um, returning that question to the people to decide. So they're, they're tossing it back to the states, right? Each state. Can That's decide. right. Okay. That's right. What, what I have trouble wrapping my brain around with the Supreme Court, and maybe I'm being overly simplistic, okay, in the case of abortion, it's up to each state to decide whether or not it's available or illegal. When it comes to uh, this recent decision, I think it was just yesterday in the state of New York, the whole conceal mm-hmm. and carry uh, basically isn't 
the Supreme Court saying that's not up to each state, that that is a federal right protected under the Second Amendment. A Second Amendment seems to be some inconsistency. What can the states decide versus what does the federal government decide? Right. Here's the difference between um, the Second Amendment case decided yesterday and the 14th Amendment case decided today. The court said yesterday that the right to bear arms is an individual right. It's a fundamental right. And states cannot trespass on the individual's right to bear arms, to carry a gun for his or own her own self-protection for normal law-abiding citizens. Some regulations are going to be permissible, um, but you have a fundamental constitutional right to to carry a firearm. The court today is saying you don't have a fundamental constitutional right to abortion because the word abortion is not in the Constitution. No um, uh, analogy to it exists in the Constitution, and therefore um, the states may make their own rules about it. It really comes down to, in this court's view, the text of the Constitution and what rights are fundamental and what rights uh, are not. Some people on the uh, on the pro-choice side are highly critical of Justice Gorsuch, Justice Kavanaugh, and even Justice Amy Coney Barrett, who basically, in their when they were testifying under oath before Congress, said that they believed Roe versus Wade was quote settled legal precedent, and yet today uh, they voted to overturn Roe. Um, do you find that odd, or is that pretty typical? Well, I think actually in the case of Justice uh, Coney Barrett, she she pointed out that given how many questions she was receiving on the subject, that it remained a controversial decision and that even the senators questioning her did not believe it was settled law. And so I know this is this is a topic that uh, uh, is one of um, concern to some people, but um, the court did spend some time in this decision discussing why they believed this notion of settled law or what lawyers call stare decisis is weak in this case. And to me, that's one of the more interesting parts of the opinion. They give five reasons why stare decisis, why Roe was overruled. And they say that first of all, Roe was wrong. It short circuited the democratic process. They say second, that the reasoning was poor that even subsequent abortion decisions abandoned Roe's reasoning. They say, third, that it wasn't workable. Fourth, that it corrupted other areas of the law. And that fifth, it did not create settled reliance interests. And so for all these reasons, Hmm. um, the court actually compared its decision today to to Brown versus Board of Education, which overruled Plessy versus Ferguson, which had also been settled law regarding segregation. And said, um, there are times in the court's history where we admit we got it wrong long ago and we're now trying to correct the mistake that we made. And in the court's view today, in the in the view of six justices, that is what the court did today with Dobbs. Interesting. Professor Pelos, uh, the Supreme Court uh, voted five to four to overturn Roe v. Wade and Casey versus Planned Parenthood. The Supreme Six Court- to three. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Six to three. And they also voted six Mm -hmm. to three to uphold the Mississippi law that bans abortion after 15 weeks. Can you Mm -hmm. can you delve into that nuance? And and what does that mean, even for the states where abortion will remain legal for the time being? Is there now a ban after 15 weeks or am I interpreting that wrong? Uh, 
I think what the court is saying is that we are going to leave it to the states to regulate abortion. And as long as there is a rational basis for the for the state's decision um, that the, the they actually say this in the opinion that the state law regulating abortion one way or the other will be subject to a strong presumption of validity. So whether the states decide to outlaw abortion or to legalize it up to the moment of birth, um, it's going to be subject to a strong presumption of validity, and there would have to be a strong reason not to defer to the state's interpretation on abortion. Professor Pelos, Rachel, if I may call you Rachel, uh, you're a yes. friend as well as a contact. Yes, thank, thank you so much. I'm going to miss these chats, but I, I'm pretty sure that Adam and Jordana are going to invite you onto their show. And so thank you for being patient with me and uh, answering some questions, some dumber than others. But, you know, not, I, not at all. We're trying to wrap our brains around all this and juggling a lot of other plates at the same time. Uh, Rachel, I wish you the best, and and thank you so much, and and we'll be in touch. Congratulations on your new position, and I look forward to staying in touch. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Professor Rachel Pelos, University of St. Thomas Law Professor, and they are lucky to have her. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.